Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie D. Today, we're talking about... Teenagers. And to help us, we brought in one of our friends, Brian. Okay, so Dick Clark was known as America's oldest teen. He's dead. I think I'm America's oldest teen, actually. I would agree with that. I know. (laughs) I think... (laughs) Definitely a teen man. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think I think Brian is the world's oldest teen. If you don't know already, he's half of the iconic podcast Street Fight from right here in Columbus, Ohio. Hell yeah. That's where I'm from. Uh- I'm from Groveport, but I it's very close to Columbus. <laughs> how close how close is Groveport to Columbus? It's like ten minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. The neighborhood I grew up in was probably 15 minutes. From, we used to drive to campus. We used to cut school and drive to campus to buy bongs and shit like that. I actually failed a, an English class. Like a whole, the whole class. Mm-hmm. Because on the day of finals, I had to get a D on my final to pass the class. But instead, my friends were like, we're going up to the import house up on <laughs> campus. We're buying a bong. And I was like, well, fuck this. And I jumped in the car and went. And the teacher was like, so, like, nobody's ever, I've never had, like, somebody be as disappointed in me as that teacher was. <laughs> it was just, like, pure pure disappointment like no trouble face or anything just like it was just like why like why did you do this and it was just like i don't know it seemed like the thing to do at the time i didn't want everybody to well i didn't tell her what we were doing but in my mind i think one of the reasons is because i didn't want everybody else to smoke out of the bong and then i don't get to i come johnny come lately and then i hit the bong after everybody i wanted to be there the first time the bong got smoked out of you know The teenager. I mean, and hey, you know, I was failing so much in high school that like an English class is like, whatever, I'm great at English. I'm a I'm a good writer. (laughs) I know how I can write. So it's just sort of like, uh, I knew I could write. I can write. So like, what do I need this for? And then the next year, I just took it again. And uh, failed it. <laughs> well, you you did make it through. I did at the end in the last. So in my last year of high school, uh, they had these weird flex time schedules where uh, you could come in for like a zero period at like seven in the morning and then end at like three thirty with a tenth period or something. I don't remember how it was. But like I had to take all classes and I had to take three English classes and two math classes. (laughs) (laughs) But that's but they got you in the end, you finished it all up. I have a degree, yeah. I, I actually got my diploma. I went to summer school, covered that math. You know, I got a lot of breaks along the way. Mm-hmm. Like in ninth grade, I was flunking all my classes. And then this teacher, I was like, wouldn't it be fucking hilarious if I uh, ran for student council? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, that would be really funny. I'm like, ah, but my grades aren't good enough. And she was like, uh, here, I'll go see if I can make some deals with some of your teachers and see if you can, if they'll give you a chance to get your grades up so you can run for student council. And I was like, cool, okay. And and she went and did that, and then uh, the teachers gave me the deal, and I was like, I don't, fucking student council sounds like nerd shit. <laughs> 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 Didn't do it. <laughs> uh, that's, that's really fantastic. I was dumb. I was a dumb fucking teenager. I was the worst. I, I was like, uh, I think my daughter does very well in school. But she's a lot like me still, you know? Like, I see all the stuff in her. 
that was with me, but she just does the work, I think, because it's like a path of least resistance thing. <laughs> really? So she would just rather do like the basic level of work rather than get in trouble. My guess is that like, so I hated my parents a lot. Like I hated all adults when I was a kid. So like letting them down meant nothing to me. Like it was just like, whatever. I don't care. I'm not fucking trying to impress you anyway is how I felt with adults. And then, uh, uh, but my daughter has grown up around like really cool adults that are like uh, nice and engage with her and talk to her and have conversations with her and help her through stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that's led her to also be like, I just don't want to make my teachers mad. You know what I mean? She doesn't want to make it, let anybody down. So she's just like, it's pretty easy just to do my work. She was like, I think I'm going to take college prep classes. I was like, I got to tell you what, kid, those classes are hard and it's pointless. Nobody cares if you take them. You know what I mean? It, uh, it isn't. It's like college will let you in if you just take the regular classes. So my folks were both teachers. And I remember I was a teenager. And the whole time I went to high school, my parents despised this girl I went to school with because they had talked to her parents and her parents and this girl had concocted this strategy. She's like, I'm going to take the lowest level of everything possible. She was like kind of smart. She said, I'm going to take like the general level, like the lowest regular basic level of all these classes. And she got straight A's all yeah. the way through high school. And my parents despised it. And they were like, she needs to challenge herself. And I was like, yeah, but I took AP history. My parents were like, you need to take this AP class because like you can do this. And I would, but like I took the AP class and I got a C in it. And then I got in trouble for that. This class, AP European history. Oof. And it was, I was like 15. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, I got a C in it. My teacher was literally a Nazi. He was a guy, he had like multiple Nazi uniforms he would wear oh, yeah. to school. And he's like, this is just for history. History guys are fucking weirdos anyway. You know what I mean? Like History teachers are either Nazis or football coaches. Like, yeah, there's yeah. nobody who is like, I just want people to know about the Battle of Hastings. Like I thought my high school thing was normal because, and like most of my friends, you guys know a lot of my friends, like all my friends. I just figured like everybody was like me because everybody I knew was kind of like me. I mean, they're less like neurotic and weird and like <laughs> uncomfortable with everything. In Groveport, you just didn't get good grades because it was like if people found out you were getting good grades, they would hate you and be mean to you. <laughs> oh, really? Like just generally overall, was that Natalie grew up in a small town. Natalie grew up mostly in Marion. Marion. And so were people like that in Marion? They weren't like against you doing well in school. I did not give a single shit about school yeah. at all. I skated by on like the lowest grade I can get a, get away with without having to have any repercussions or retake anything. Like I got, always got like exactly as many points as I needed to pass a class. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that's a, for me, it was like, I didn't even care if I passed, you know, like no. I would like to, I didn't, I wanted to leave Marion. And so I wanted oh, to yeah. graduate on time. That makes sense. I mean, I, the thing about Groveport, it wasn't like people were checking your grade card or anything, but there was this one time where I was having a conversation with my friends 
we're all hanging out and I said something like, well, apparently, and they're like, apparently, what is that? Like, what are you even trying to say, man? What are you, a fucking English teacher? Shut up. And they got mad and they all started busting my balls for saying apparently because it was too big of a word, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I would bring up a fact they brought up in history, and they'd be like, who fucking cares, dude? Why None do you of that's know that? Like, yeah, who cares? God. Why that- do you know that? I, that's what I always get all the time. Yeah. Why do you know that? Yeah. Because yeah. I fucking read a book once. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was just, it was so, it was anti-intellectualism, like, cranked up to, like, 50. You just didn't. In Groveport, the popular kids, basically, are bad kids. At least when I was there, like, the way to be considered cool was to be bad. No work, (laughs) no activities, and just yell and smoke in the bathroom. That was like everything and be bad and cut school. That was it. And like that... I, st- I decided when I was like, I guess like it would be around fourth grade when I started watching MTV. In my time, MTV was like very important to kids. And like I started watching it and I was like, I just want to be cool. Like I don't want to be smart. I don't want to be anything else. I just <laughs> want to be like a cool dude. And I just put all my eggs in that basket and didn't do anything else. I like didn't do things I really wanted to do. I didn't like write. I didn't uh, try comedy. I didn't do anything because it wasn't cool. And like I wasted a bunch of time. Mm-hmm. I try to encourage my daughter not to think like that. That's a type of teenager. If you just end up being that person, you miss out on so much. But also, it's just like she'll turn 18 and it won't matter anymore. And she'll be out of that school and she'll start hopefully doing what she's interested in. Because that's the thing that makes me saddest when I see teenagers is like they're they want to do like art and stuff like that. But uh, they're terrified to be caught doing it. Well, (laughs) our, our kids go to school in uh, little small districts. I mean, we're like. It's like pocket suburbia. It's like inside Columbus, right? Yeah. So we're we're almost urban, but it's like a little pocket that has its own little school district. I think the kids in these schools, like our kids go to, are just totally different from that experience where there's almost like even the kids that are not achieving or excelling in school, which by the way, our kid doesn't get grades. Yeah. But the- <laughs> Because she goes to a hippie school, she's going to go to middle school later and get grades. So that's going to be great. That's just it's well, at be- least she'll know where she's at. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big fear, right? Like when you have a kid and like you're trying to figure out, like, is this kid normal? Like, is this kid going to fit in society? Because that's I felt that way with Gwen for like probably twelve or thirteen. I was like, is she going to be okay when they mix her in with like? <laughs> seniors and sophomores and juniors like is I was very worried because they come off as as an adult or as like an adult like me they come off as so fucking weird to me when they're in there (laughs) until they're like 13 or 14 when they can be like kind of adult when Gwen started cussing she I was like oh she's not that weird you know what I mean (laughs) Nona's been cussing for years now yeah (laughs) (laughs) were you there when she was writing that awful shit on the tv we went to uh, our friend's house. It was your birthday party, I think. Yeah. And everybody was playing trivia on the oh, TV. Oh, yes, I was there. And yeah. Nona was writing all that nasty shit yeah. on the TV. Yeah, Gwen does the same thing. Gwen is, 
you know, fuck this, fuck this. She cusses all the time. But like kids in these neighborhoods also aren't as vicious. Well, yeah. And that's what I was going to say is the kids around here, they seem to not do like hood rat shit. Like that was like the main shit I used to do when I was a kid. There's like five kids in our district and I know them. I'm not allowed to say it. My (laughs) daughter tells me a lot of stories and they fucking rule. Let me just tell you, the stories kick ass and- (laughs) And there is a meme page for the high school, and it fucking rules. She shows me (laughs) memes all the time. She'll show me the new meme that's happening just for the high school, you know, where they're, like, roasting people and shit like that. Oh, wow. And teachers. So it's, like, legit. Is it cyberbullying? Or are they, like, is it, like, they have solidarity? It's, like, parody. It is, like, how memes work in, like, real life. There is a dude that runs a meme page in our neighborhood. (laughs) And, like, he just, the only time it's ever been about a student was really funny and it was framed as like a Wikipedia. It looked like a Wikipedia page, <laughs> and it was the battle of, and then these two guys because they had gotten in a fight on like one of the first days of school, and it talked about who won. Dumb and shit, and it was really good. <laughs> the last one was one of her teachers wore a brown hat, like a brown uh, uh, toboggan hat. And a red shirt and khaki pants to school, and they just took. Uh, I think it's uh, it's one of the seven dwarfs <laughs> that wears exactly the same <laughs> colors, and then they put the seven dwarf next to <laughs> the teacher. They also like if their teachers melt down and flip out, they'll record them. And oh. dude, it is like a blast from the past hearing a teacher have a meltdown. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, I love every single time. <laughs> Something comes across the feed, and it's like a teacher. It's some guy with, like, his shirt tucked in, guts hanging <laughs> over his khakis, and he's like, you need to show more respect. Yeah. I'm always what? like, yeah, I'm going to watch the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, Every this, time. This it just engages. Doesn't it engage? It gives you, it's, like, locked into your brain, that sense of, like, teachers suck. Yeah, and it's also just teachers were human even when you were a kid. And maybe when they were melting down, it came off as yelling at you and it might have scared you. But now that I'm, like, older, I realize that they're scared. And they're just, you're worthless. You're not doing anything. Like, this teacher was yelling about wasting his time. But the one my daughter had, the teacher was like, you guys can't even pass a test. It's like I'm wasting my time up here. And it was just like, oh, dude. They're you just know, not, they're not even afraid of you because their parents aren't the type of parents that take the teacher's side. You know what I mean? You know, you know what is really great is getting to adulthood and watching these teachers. You would always feel in class, you were going to class and you're like, man, this teacher is dumb. And then you're like, well, you know. Obviously, the teacher's not dumb. They wouldn't let somebody dumb be a teacher. Yeah. And then you get to be an adult, and you're like... It is wild. Like, I have such low self-esteem. I've always had it. I've had, like, really, really low self-esteem that, like, I thought all teachers were, like, super smart and very well put together. And then also, when I had a job, I thought everybody else at the job was very smart <laughs> and well put together. And I would, like, defer to their opinions, mm-hmm. too. It would just be like, they would tell me their opinion. I'd be like, well, I would tell mine, and then they would tell me why mine was wrong. And I would be like, 
Oh yeah, yeah, it was wrong. Yours yours ended up actually being right. <laughs> you know? And like it took me a really long time before I even like realized any of that stuff is subjective. I mean, the teachers probably aren't stupid. But it also doesn't take a genius to teach a high school class because you basically don't really get I'm I'm not saying it doesn't take like I'm not saying it's not hard work. I'm saying that like they don't like really let you come up with what you're going to teach anymore. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You just teach to a test. Yeah. And like uh it does make me it does remind me a lot of some of the teachers I had when I was in high school that it's just like that this person actually cared. Like I had a few that like actually cared and I think about it all the time. I'm like, man, I can't believe like there were two of them, two or three of them back then that actually cared and all the rest just seemed like they hated it. They hate their job just like me. (laughs) Oh, I had like a handful of good teachers. Absolutely. But one of, one of the things also is that I remember being in high school and uh, you would see former students come back and you'd be in class and there'd be like some 21 year old yeah. <laughs> coming back and be like, remember me? And the teacher would be like, yes, <laughs> I do. I do. I- and every time I was like, why would you, why would you go back? And I, I will say I did have, I had some inspirational teachers. I had some teachers that were good at teaching that seemed like they were not like antagonistic toward me or whatever but I never went back to school no and I, went and talked to the teachers I just never had any dude I used to do that with my jobs I was such a loser <laughs> like for so long in my life that I would I like worked at a McDonald's and after I got fired <laughs> I would come back every once in a while and just hang around the McDonald's and talk to the employees and talk to the employees and not <laughs> And I did that with Chuck E. Cheese. I did that for, like, I go hang out in the kitchen. I'm like, oh, they let me in the kitchen. I know I don't work here, but I'm allowed to go in the kitchen because I know everybody here. You know what I mean? I left. It's like a little reunion for me. (laughs) My life is going really great. I'm hanging on to the place that I don't work at anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I got got fired from this job where I made food. Yeah. (laughs) I also, I did that. I worked at this call center. My longest job for a period was I had worked at this call center for, like, 14 months. And uh, after I quit, I became a cable guy. And anytime I had a day off, I would go drive over and hang out in the break area of the old job that I had for a year because I still felt like a weird connection to it. I don't know if this is your experience, but like sometimes in your 20s, you get really nostalgic for like the times earlier. And like as I get older, I'm like not I'm more like uncomfortable with the earlier times of my adult life. Like, I'm not nostalgic to go back to any of that stuff. Did you, have you ever gone back to your high school or gone back to places you worked? No, I just go, and that's it. Have you been back in for, like, an event or anything? No. You do a reunion? There was one, but I didn't go to it. Would you consider doing one? Going to a reunion? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not really friends with very many people who I went to high school with. Me neither anymore, and there are actually a lot of them that actively hate me and would want to fight me. But I'm really (laughs) considering going for the next one. I did not. I I had friends in high school, but I didn't have, like, tight connections with people in the class. I'm I'm looking to see how – because there's one coming up. 25, I think, is coming up for me. What year did you graduate? 1997. So uh, yeah, yeah, so in two years, 
I do have a shot to go back to my reunion. And I, I never really went because, like, I don't want to hang out with the people or anything like that. But, like, uh, I'm, like, a little bit interested in it now that, like, maybe I'm not so restless about my career. Mm-hmm. And I'm not so, like, hung up on, cause man, I don't. People that go to a five-year reunion are fucking freaks to me. <laughs> I, got, I got invited to that, and I was like, I was just in high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but at 10 is a little better. 20 is probably when a normal person would maybe start to consider doing it. Right. And 25, it just feels like, like, I think I'm more happy with where my life is. And it would make it a lot easier for me to walk into that thing and talk to people before I just, I felt like a loser, you know, but now yeah. I, I don't really, but I also don't think a lot of them would like what I do or who I am or anything about me. I can almost guarantee it. Right. So like, it's just kind of, I, I would love to, I would, I almost wish you could just not announce that you're going to be there and just wander in. You know, that like, so, like, you could just wander in, look around, and then walk out, you know, <laughs> if you felt the need to get out, or you stay if you're feeling good about it, you know? <laughs> I don't, I just don't, I don't have anything to say to any. I don't have any problem with anybody I went to high school with. When I talk to somebody on Facebook or whatever, because Facebook is like, or at least it was the place where you would talk to people you went to high school yeah, with, yeah, yeah. and you would befriend them, and then they would post some bullshit, and you'd click unfriend. Yeah, that's not like me. basically. I, I'll unfriend you if you don't post any bullshit. Like that's <laughs> my philosophy. That's all I want to see. I don't know I, why. I interact with people with people who are different than me enough that it like if you just don't talk about politics then you're fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would probably talk about politics though because I can't <laughs> not fucking poke. You know? <laughs> the best thing about being an adult is that nobody can tell you shit. You know? Right, right. That's the best part of it. But when I was in high school, no one could tell me shit. Oh, see, I, I wish I was like that. I was like my my bag when I was a teenager was I knew like the short list of the stuff I could not do. Yeah. I never did those things, but anything aside from that, you could not fucking tell me shit. Yeah. I, I mean, were your parents like up your ass at all no, or strict? Not okay. At all. Yeah. Mine weren't either, really, but they were assholes. You my, know? My mom it was just my mom. And so she worked all the time. And so we were basically feral. Like, yeah. I, my mom was hardly ever home. Did she ever do the thing? Cause this was how my parents really were. My parents were also both, they both worked. There were five of us mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. We were all teenagers at roughly the same yeah, time. Yeah. And uh, all living in the house. And uh, they, my parents, we were feral. We were just doing whatever. And, you know, that's how I started like doing drugs when I was 12 years old. Right. Stuff like that. Right. But sometimes every fucking. There would be like, it must be a full moon or something. They would decide to come home and just start yelling at everybody and be all strict and like, <laughs> come on, you know, we don't put up with that kind of thing in this house. I'm like, what do you know? You're never at this house. <laughs> 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 you yeah. don't know what the culture is around this place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically exactly what it was like when I was when I was growing up. It was just my, me and my sisters, and we just had this house. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's cool, though. Kind of. The only thing I wish is that, like, like I, I'm, I'm really like have a lot of problems with my parents. Like, I'm a dude that like I don't want to be a cliched type guy that like has fucking problems with his dad and stuff like that. But like something that has always like eaten away at me is that like what if like one of the adults in my life took any interest at all in me? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like especially considering like where I'm at now. Maybe somebody could have like pushed me in this direction a little bit, even though it didn't exist at the time. But nobody ever fucking even told me I was funny. Nobody ever told yeah. me I could do anything like this. And it bums me out because it's like I did like being free to do whatever I wanted most of the time. But I just I wish them they would have let me like that somebody would have taken any interest in anything I did because I didn't have that and I didn't feel like I had interests until like way too late, you know? Right. People told me this all the time when I was a teenager is they said, you think everything is a joke, but like I do. I don't think anything's <laughs> real. None of this is real. <laughs> Give me a break. Like, do you think this is real? <laughs> Mine were very much about my potential. Mm -hmm. So much shit about, like, this guy, every report card, all the comments were puts forth minimal effort. <laughs> and, like, if Brian would just apply himself, he would be really great. And it's like, I don't know. I don't think so. I'm not sure. I mean, there's no proof of that. <laughs> well, Natalie, and there's no proof that I'm smart enough to ever apply myself. <laughs> Natalie got in trouble for that once. I got in trouble. I, oh, many times. But my thing when I was in school was always, like... They had, like, the gifted program when we were, like, in middle school. My thing was always that I would get put in gifted program, and then I would get kicked out of gifted program from never doing anything. <laughs> and then I would take the state test in the spring, and the state test would be, like, you had to put it in the gifted program. <laughs> and then the next year, I would start off in the gifted program. I would get kicked out of the gift gifted program, and then I would take the test, and they would stick me back in the gifted program. Happened over and over and over and over. <laughs> But when I got to high school, I didn't fucking do shit. I fucking passed, like, with exactly as many points as I needed to pass the whole way through. I yeah. never did, did fucking anything. And then when I, it was my senior year, I took the ACTs at the last minute. Because I was like, I, maybe I should go to college because then I would definitely have somewhere to stay when I went to Columbus. I took my ACTs and I got the highest grade in the whole school. And the guidance counselor and the principal called me down to the office and they, they chewed me out for it. Yeah. I mean They were like... This whole time, and you were the, you, you got the highest ACT score in the whole school, and you never fucking did anything. Yeah. I was like, no, I didn't, because I didn't want to. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Or I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't need to. You should have made me. I, <laughs> for, for me, it's like, why? Nobody ever made me care. Like, it was just like, your son, I, I had to go to a few, like, meetings with teachers and stuff, and my dad, and they'd be like, your son is very smart. He's He seems like... His brain works good, I guess. <laughs> but he will not he he will not try. And it's like my dad would just be like, Brian, come on, dude. Like come on, Brian. Why don't you just try? And I'd be like, I just I don't care. Like I I can't get up for this, you know? <laughs> I, I really think that there needs to be like a like a radical rethinking of what high school can be for certain like even you, right? It's like if they would have engaged what you were interested in and just kept pushing you in that direction, you probably would have got 
good grades. It's just like making me sit down and listen to some algebra shit is like, I'm never going to care about this, <laughs> no, dude. No. I'm never going to fucking sit here and be like, I love, oh yeah, yeah, this is very interesting, these numbers and letters. Right. You know? The thing is that I, I never gave like a single shit about school at all. I was fucking totally disinterested in it in the whole entire time. I could not be fucked to do any homework. I could not, nothing. I was not interested in any of it. And now Nona's like that already. Yeah. She is like 100% like that. And I'm like, I don't know how to make her do her school shit because I never figure out how to make me do my school shit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've talked about this with Drew in the past, though, too. Is like with my daughter, it's like uh, if you really are lazy, which she is, and she admits it, teenagers are all lazy. When she turned into a teenager and I would walk by her room and she would be laying in her bed all day. It shouldn't matter to me. But for some reason, a thing clicks in your brain, and it's like, are you just going to fucking lay in bed all day? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? You know? And, like, uh, I just told her, like, you know, the best way to have the least amount of trouble is to just do what they ask you to do. The, like, always my hope was, like, just do the work, hang out, like, socialize, because that homeschooling stuff freaks me out. <laughs> oh, there was no, no. I would have never been able to homeschool. Why no, would no. you want to do that to your kids? Why would you make, why would you want to make your kids' whole education based on whatever's going on in your fucking head? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, and I could never homeschool her because I, I hate school. Yeah, I hate school, too. I would just not do math. Like, sorry. No. Yeah. You do that yourself. My future, my adulthood turned out, like, a lot more interesting and a lot cooler than I thought it would. I just <laughs> didn't – I didn't know what I was going to do, but I figured it was probably going to be, like, mostly boring. Yes. Because, you know, you go through school and your parents, like, suggest stuff to you that you could be and you're like ooh no realistic shit yeah oh even not realistic shit like i used to take piano lessons i took piano lessons for a long time you know i started getting 13 14 15 years old and i was like oh i, don't, I was like riddled with acne like i don't think i want to do this anymore <laughs> You just did it like a perfect 13-year-old boy voice. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, I don't like this. <laughs> it's still in here. It's still in this brain, dude. And then my parents were like, well, if you quit, you could never be like a concert pianist. And I was like, first of all, that sounds like penis. Yeah. <laughs> But, that was, but I don't want to. I don't want to do that. And my, then people would always run stuff past you, like you know, you could be, you could go to school, <laughs> you could go to college for eight years and become like a banking lawyer. And I was like, I like, I guess if I have to do something like that, I guess I will do it instead of dying. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know what my choice. I, you know, going into, you know, leaving high school and everything, I didn't have any idea as to what I would do. And after I left high school, you know, I worked in factories and stuff, and I was like, well, I mean, I guess this is what you do is you work in a factory. Absolutely, yeah. That's how I felt, too. I mean, like, my dad was the uh, sort of uh, the opposite of that in that, like, he would just tell me why everything I wanted to do was stupid or, like, I, I wouldn't be good at it. He very often would tell me, nah, that's not a thing for you. You're not very good at that, you know? Really? And, uh, yeah, he never, like, gave me a suggestion. He was mostly good at telling me, like, 
you shouldn't try that. You know, like, I mean, <laughs> it's just going to be a big letdown. But I also think that that's like on him, man. I think that like he had to settle for what he could get. And, and that was going to be his thing. And guess looking at your son and seeing mediocrity, probably normal. You know what I mean? Like, especially when your son's giving you no reason to believe that they will ever do anything, you know? <laughs> so I get it. Like, I, I, I get it. But yeah. I, I kind of got out of high school thinking, like, exactly as you did about getting, I got to go find the job that I'm going to have for the rest of my life. Did you work in high school? Yeah. I'm really against that, though, actually. I, that's another thing I disagree with my parents on, is, like, I don't think teenagers should work, especially when they're in high school. Like, I just don't think, I don't think it's good for anybody. It's not good for the people running the restaurant or the place. It's mm -hmm. bad. Teenagers are terrible at I working. I was a horrible employee. Me too. Me too. It is bad for the customer because teenagers are actually the most likely to spit in your food. Right. <laughs> like out of all of the people that work at any of these places, they actually are more likely to do it. Mm -hmm. And uh, three, I'm not a woman, but I don't think like teenage girls should have to go work at these places with these 23-year-old managers that are like pervert dudes at a lot of those places. And I just saw, I saw a lot of shit myself. Yeah, yeah. And I was part of a lot of like shit, not like I wasn't like harassing people and stuff like that, but it was just like I was there and saw, I'm I doing drugs and stuff like that. Like I was getting drugs off of all the older people that I worked mm -hmm. with because they were all like in their early 20s. And it does have a correlation. Teenager... Uh, teenagers having a job has a correlation with juvenile delinquency. Like you can lie and say that you're going to work right. and who's ever going to know if you went, you know, right. it's just all the things we did. It is very hard though, because you don't also want to give a kid an impression that they can just come and get anything they want off you anytime they want and never have to pitch in, you know? So I'm, I'm like sort of trying to ride that line right now. I'm trying to learn how to do it and, that's not how I was when I was a kid. Yeah. I, I got my first job when I was like 12. Yeah. I had to get the special papers to say I could work. work yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And then. Did you get paper out? I had a paper out at Ugh. one point. I had a job cleaning the school during the summer. Oh. I worked yeesh. at a subway. That's a bad one. I worked at McDonald's. Solidarity. There. But then uh, at one point I got a job. At this graphics place doing t-shirts. And so I I worked doing Photoshop. That's cool. T-shirt design work for like most of the time I was in high school. I would be fine with her doing something like that. That like helped her to pursue something that she's interested in. Mm -hmm. I think like I would be fine with that. I just don't think that like hanging out in a fucking Arby's. For five hours every day after school is like the best use of a teenager's time. Right. Well, you know what? You know what my parents bent was. I went and I got a job when I was fifteen. I had worked before that, but it was like I went and got a job at Taco Bell. I remember going and they were like, "You need to get a job." I got this job at Taco Bell. And they were like, you need to go get, like, the shittiest job you can find 
because then that will motivate you to go to college. Oh my God. But it'll like almost ensure that I don't have enough time to do the amount of work it would take me to get into college. <laughs> well, what, so what happened when I went to work at Taco Bell was when I, by the time I was 15, I was like the same, I was basically in the same physical shape I am now. I was like five foot eight. So I was like slightly tall for a teenage boy in the nineties. Yeah. And I had a full beard. Uh, you could have bought us smokes. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I, dude, I probably could have. We I, needed a beard friend. We had a beard friend. The first time I went and bought beer legally, like I went to the grocery and I checked out with it and I kind of raised my eyebrows at the cashier like, bet you want to see my card? And she's just like, beep, have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> but so I'm working at Taco Bell. I'm 15 and I get in there. And so they're like, well, we don't have your uniform for you yet. So I went in the back room and I was doing like the caulking guns of like the sour cream. Hell yeah. The manager was like, do you smoke? And I was like, no. It's like, I'm 15. I can't smoke. <laughs> but I didn't realize at the time, both my parents smoked in the house. They would smoke in the car with the windows rolled all the way up. Yeah. They would smoke in the car, in the house. You were just always bathed in cigarette smoke. So whenever I went to work, people assumed that I smoked because I smelled like cigarettes oh. <laughs> for like my whole life until I was 17 and moved out. Like everybody assumed that I smoked. And I was like, why would I smoke? One of my most vivid memories, probably one of the things that informed Street Fight more than anything was that I did, I got a job at McDonald's and the way that I got this job was uh, they were in the cafeteria at the high school doing open interviews. And I went over there to bust their fucking balls and make fun of them and like be a jerk to them, you know, like, oh, McDonald's, oh, what are you going to do, flip a burger or something? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like just making fun of them and shit because they were wearing like their McDonald's shirts and stuff. It was just a good time for me at that time when I was meaner. <laughs> and uh, I, I, they hired me. Like, I went over there to do it, and then they hired me. You know, like, I went in. I, I remember my first day I came in. They gave me my uniform that I had to change into, and I was, like, mortified by oh, the yeah, uniform. The worst, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, you, yeah. like, put the uniform on, and you're just like, this is humiliating to me. I, I, these and are it didn't the worst fit right. Clothes. Yes. It never fits right. Never. Yeah, these are the worst clothes you could ever make me wear as a teenager. I remember putting it on and going upstairs and they were like, well, you're going to run the drive through and I was like, oh, this sounds great. I always like wanted to kind of like run the drive through I always thought it <laughs> would be neat to wear the headset and all that stuff. So I'm back there. Uh, I got the headset on. I'm at the cash register. Uh, I get taught how to do everything. I'm, I'm like pretty good at it. I'm feeling pretty fucking comfortable, you know. And uh, I'm just back there hanging out. And they're like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm working the drive through And they're like, well, you ain't just got to stand there. Until a car comes, you could be cleaning. And then they made me like just, they just make you work uh -huh. when there's no work. If you're leaning, you're cleaning. Yeah, yeah. Or deck brushing and mopping and stuff like that. And I was like, um, I hate working. <laughs> <laughs> like it was really, that was the moment where like I had all, all these dreams about getting older and just getting a job and having a hundred dollars, you know, because that sounds like a ton of money when you're a teen, just having like over a hundred dollars. But as soon as I found out, 
as soon as I found out how much they take from you for you to get that hundred dollars, I was like, this was all a mistake. I I can't. And I you know I had a job until I graduated. Basically, I worked at McDonald's. Then uh, I got fired and got a job at Chuck E. Cheese. Then I got fired. And then I uh, got a job at Kroger. So I did like all three of the most teen jobs that you could ever have. And I was terrible at every single one of them. I was just the worst employee. I like the fact that teenagers are watching other things made by teenagers. And said like, well, the, everything we watched and consumed was made by cynical adults. You know? Right. <laughs> so, oh, it was. So when I, when I was a teenager, uh, when I was in middle school and when I was in high school, there was a literary journal, which was a very high-minded way of saying just like students submitting stuff. They would never put my stuff in it. So I did, I think I was in 10th or 11th grade, I started it, I called it an underground newspaper, which <laughs> probably, it, it was, yeah, it was it was a zine, but people would not have known, because I lived in the suburbs, people would not have known what zine was. So I called it the underground newspaper of, of my high school, and I would go and print them off, I would pay to do it, and I would print them off, and I'd put them around, like every time it went around, people were like, you know, the new underground newspaper, and then like, I told a few people that were like cool artsy people, and they were like, oh my god, I need to get like my drawing of the sun, but like the sun is tripping out, <laughs> like, I need to get it in the underground newspaper. There was always a drive of people to do that, but you had to be kind of maniacal, like I was, to get it out. Because there was no, there was no digital media. I mean, you had no. to print something yeah. on when paper. When I was in when I was in high school, I did exactly, literally, exactly the same thing and did uh, underground newspaper only. My friend and I somehow figured out a way to print them off without paying for them, and nice. we charged people for them. Ooh. <laughs> Couldn't get away with that. See, because the subtext of what I was doing was like, oh, if we find out who's doing this, but they didn't have any fucking cameras, I would just stay late and I would fold them in half and I would shove them in everybody's locker vents. <laughs> I tried to start a mafia. That was like my big thing. <laughs> I saw Goodfellas and I was like, let's fucking start a mafia, man. <laughs> Maybe we'll protect the like nerdier kids from the bullies, and then it's like, but we're the bullies. <laughs> <laughs> if we're protecting them, they by definition don't need us, which I guess is what the mob does. But it was just kind of like <laughs> I think they trusted us very much. <laughs> but yeah, that was the only time I ever like really went out on a limb and tried to do something. Was I just thought it was like the coolest fucking idea. I was listening to The Doors before I got here, which I'm going to listen to on the way out. Too. Why not? Why not? Come on, come on now, touch me, babe. <laughs> <laughs> so do teenagers have sex or no? Have, have they stopped having sex? I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not real hung up on it, which is, I think, odd it because I'm a dad. Like, I, I, the reason I ask is because it seems like they don't compared to when we were kids. I mean, they do, for sure. And like, my daughter tells me that people are having sex and stuff. I think, like, I often wonder how many kids actually do have sex in high school. Because, like, I felt, like, an immense pressure to have sex before I was 17, you know what I mean? Like, it just, it just, there was like all this pressure on, on you to do it. I don't even think that like actually existed. You know, that was something you put in your own head. I've talked to so many people now that have talked about how like they didn't have sex and they didn't do drugs when they were in high school. They waited until they got out 
to try these things. And I think that might be a lot more normal than people who had sex in high school think, which I did. Like, I had sex first time when I was 16, and, like, uh, I just assume that's, like, the regular normal time for that to happen. Yeah. that's That seems like it's like I got my driver's license. See, this was actually, that was actually my logic, is I was, like, 15 and a half. I'm like, all right, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. All right, it's April, 15 and a half, motherfucker. <laughs> Temp license. Like, now I'm going to learn to drive. Driver's license. And I very deliberately took all of my magic cards and I like sold and got rid of my magic cards. And I was like, put away these childish things. It's time to get in my car and go fuck. (laughs) I mean, that was really with me. It was like, I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal the first time you do it. But the way that I did was like, I think there's no more depressing way than how it happened with me. It was really just like I was at lunch. (laughs) <laughs> at school, at school, we were at lunch, and uh, this girl that I barely even talked to, uh, found attractive, but just never really talked to, said, I want to have sex with you on Friday. So I went to this dude's house on Friday, and she was like, no, I'm serious. Let's go in its bedroom and have sex. And her ex-boyfriend sat outside the door and cried the whole time, and I could hear him in the room while I was having <laughs> sex for my first time. <laughs> It's just like maybe (laughs) there are better ways for this to have happened. (laughs) But I felt this real pressure, you know, it was like as soon as she said it, I think I was like kind of scared, you know, to do it and like wasn't really shooting for it necessarily because I was like a little nervous about this. I don't even know you. Yeah, yeah, but then when it happens there in front of all your friends, it's like, well, I'm going to have to do it because they're all fucking telling me I have to do it. You know what I mean? They're like, well, you were fucking stupid. Of course do it. You know, like all my friends' advice was that. But I didn't also, like I said, I barely knew her really. And like this guy that she was dating I didn't know that they had been together for a few years and that they had like just broken up like a couple days before. And like, he was just throwing himself at the door. My older brother was like guarding the door so he couldn't (laughs) get in. And you could just hear this fucking guy crying while Jason's like, get the fuck back, get back. I'll fuck you up, you know? And it was just like, there good there was a hundred better ways for that to happen, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I, I really I don't think it's a priority now. I think it's also I don't know when this happened, but when I was a teenager, you did not ever admit that you jacked off. Ever. No masturbation ever. If people found out about that, they would fucking roast you mercilessly and say it's weird, even though they were all doing it. Yeah. But now it's like a little more, they're fucking fine with it. Yeah. Oh, they I- all talk about it all day. They do No Nut November when they're in eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, okay, guys. I mean, you don't really have to nut, okay? <laughs> Shouldn't be that hard. You still play G.I. Joe's. <laughs> I, I 
never did drugs or anything like that when I was in high school, but I also hung out with, like, all of, like, the weirdo punk dudes who, like, were all in that street-edge shit. I think that maybe the the people I hung out with were doing, like, a more relaxed version of straight-edge, where yeah. they just didn't do drugs, and they didn't drink, and they didn't... And probably like because they were nervous about doing it, too, I you know? It, it, I think it may have even been something like an, a, re, a rebellion thing, because so many people where I was from were constantly fucked up. I was always able to get drugs and alcohol, so I never gave my girlfriends, like, presents. I would... <laughs> Be like, hey, you want to come and get fucking drunk or do some acid or smoke some cigarettes or something like that or smoke some weed? And, like, that was everything. I, I bought one gift for one girlfriend when I was in high school, and it was uh, <laughs> the album, uh, the Alanis Morissette Jagged Little Pill album. <laughs> Uh, so you've probably fucking loved you love this you're a woman you know what I mean it was probably the thought behind it because I don't remember her liking it you know oh wow really like I don't ever remember her saying I like Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill album I just went to the store and was like oh that was your teenage boy brain you're like I gotta get a girl that sings this is a girl <laughs> yeah that's seriously oh. for real that sounds exactly like what my brain said well it's gotta be a girl singer because <laughs> girls like girls boys listen to boys <laughs> the way it is so i have a quiz the most popular things with teenagers according to some pr company are yeah. we talking currently now the, the most popular TikTok things is one um streaming video well yeah that's how true, many they like youtube too so ten how, ten things there are ten things mm -hmm. They like The Office. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they do. They do. Those they are really millennials. Do. No. No, these are Trust Zoomers. Trust me, I just came home from school today, and my daughter was laying on a couch watching The Office on Netflix. Is it not there? <laughs> the Officer friends aren't there? I think that would probably be counted with, with video streaming. Oh, geez. Okay, okay. You know what they do? Brian keeps talking about TikTok, so I think they... That's streaming video. Social media. That's what they do. Is social media could be in there, too. Social yeah. media is, is on the list, separately than video streaming. They like to make smoothies and drink them. <laughs> um, they like food. They love it. <laughs> they eat every day. <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that was a funny answer, but they fucking like love Like acai food. bowls and stuff? Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, that go wow. nuts for acai bowls. <laughs> What kind of pulling their hair like out of that, their heads. Those drinks with the balls in them. Yeah, Gwen doesn't like them because she found out they're tapioca. Mm. But they have juice ones now. She's interested again. Okay. Shit, what are they like? What are these kids? Hot chip and lie. No, that's. <laughs> <laughs> they like video games. That Gaming. is a thing. That is a thing. I mean, Legos. They like Legos. No. That's, we tried to buy Legos last week. Me and Gwen were like, let's get fucking one of those big Lego things and make like a Lego thing. Like a Batmobile <laughs> or something. I don't know. But then we saw how much they cost and, and we were yeah. like, let's not get the Legos. Those then you got shit. to the store and they were 80 bucks. Kids like their phones. Teens. Technology yeah. Yeah. is number one. Yeah, for sure. They love that shit. 
trying to think here. Is dancing on there? We were that. at freaking the... when I was a kid. We freaking, called it. yeah, that was like the move. Grinding, <laughs> grinding. Yeah, because my daughter was talking. <laughs> Gwen was just talking about how, like, uh, yeah, most of the most of the people like to go to the dances because you can grind there. It's just like <laughs> they you can had, freak each other. There was like a rash of grinding at the school dances in my high school, and then I remember there was an announcement made, and it's like, and furthermore, there is to be no grinding. <laughs> so funny. So funny. They used to say that to us, too. They'd be yeah. like, come on, guys, you know, cut the grinding out, okay? And it's like, well, that's the only reason we're here. They had, I don't remember what the distance, but they had a set distance. They were like six inches minimum. Yeah. Like, then why did they let us all see Dirty Dancing? <laughs> they get real close to each other in that. <laughs> Trying to think of what Gwen's into. I mean, we always have food. You know which what is the they main like. Thing she's you know into. what they like to do is they like to wear the boys like to wear leggings and then they put basketball shorts over them. Yeah. Could you imagine going to high school in the nineties wearing leggings? I know, and I'm wearing leggings right now. So under my pants. I just I'm a progressive guy. I like the leggings. But yeah, why, but they why do. Why are you that. hiding them then? Well, I because it's cold. I wear them because it's cold. That's my base layer. <laughs> I call it. So it's not like a fashion thing then? No, nah, I wish it was. I wish I had the guts to wear leggings in public. If I had with, that guts, I would shorts. be a wrestler. <laughs> no, I'd wear them with shorts for sure. Do teens like sports? I knew it. Really? Oh, I have a mini sub quiz. What sports are the most popular with teenagers? And I'm asking you this because the answer will surprise you. Soccer? Not on the list at all. Lacrosse? Nope. MMA. No. Gotta be in there. BJJ. Brazilian <laughs> <No. laughs> Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, Pro wrestling's no. not on You oh, know. Sick. I knew that because I know the ratings of all the professional wrestling shows. <laughs> I think freak. teens, Brian, like something more extreme, such as X Games. <laughs> oh, it's skateboarding? That's true. That's they not, do love that's that. That's not the most popular one. That's uh skateboarding, snowboarding, BMX. Blades. Yeah. Oh, two. they roll, dude. They fucking rollerblade yeah, now. They started yeah. that again. Yeah, I saw a kid uh, yesterday at wrestling. When we watch wrestling at the bar. Somebody brought in their video of them with a GoPro riding rollerblades down a hill or something. It was. I see. When I go out walking, it was like last year was like the first big uptick in the rollerblades yeah. around here. I was like, Natalie, I saw like five people fucking rollerblading today. Yeah. And she's like, well, where were you? I was like, normal places. 1993. Right. I was actually <laughs> in 1993. Snowboarding was on the list, but it was not the number one. The most popular sport with teenagers right now is running. Ugh. God, really? Running. Yeah, what a sucky sport to be into. And, no contact at and all. And extreme sports like snowboarding and skateboarding are actually more popular than football. Good. MMA should be the most popular yeah. one. I can't believe these kids. <laughs> They have it fucked up. Let's get some fighting. Yeah, so okay. Sports. That that was another point. Sleeping. No. Naps? It's not in there? No, it's not on there. Crazy. Kids love naps. They they do. Uh STEM. <laughs> STEM. Uh 3D printing. No. That would be technology, never one. Uh, yeah, it's nerd shit. They would call that nerd shit. Music. Singing, playing an instrument, not, being in a band. Nope. Not on the list. Not at all. Mm. Not even rapping. I've offered like not even rapping. I've offered like twenty times to get our kid music lessons. I'm like, we have so many instruments. You can play the piano. We literally have a piano. You can play the guitar. You can like 
pick out something and she's like, I don't know. And then she's like, well, a lot of my friends are doing this. Maybe I would play the bass. And I was like, you are not, like, you cannot go from zero to double bass, sister. You could go to guitar and then just be like, you know, if you can play guitar, you can also play the she bass. She wants to play the big stand-up one. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like the rockabilly, like, da dum 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 Yeah. Do kids like, is one of the answers no. rockabilly? No. <laughs> Kids just, Not even like, around here. Kids just all of a sudden get into rock, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weird. That happened when I was a teenager all of a sudden. It was like oh a big God. rockabilly times and swing dancing. Yeah. That was like, because after ska fell apart, everything got really rocky for a minute. Yeah, well, rockabilly was a bad era. Never <laughs> really responded to that very well. <laughs> Man, I can't believe sleeping's not on there because they really fucking do that a lot. Man, I can't really think of it. I can't believe The Office and Friends weren't there because they all love it. They all buy the shirts. Uh, I've they, seen some kids with some fucking friend shirts on. Yeah, yeah, they love that it. that was so weird. Yeah. What about oh. drugs? No, drugs are not on the list. Oh, poor kids. Kids oh, don't they're take... They're really missing out. They don't take... I think they don't take drugs and I think they don't have sex. Sex is not on the list. No. College scholarships. No. No. Uh, What about autodidact tools such as Masterclass where they could learn from somebody like Ron Howard on how to direct a movie? Okay. Okay. Is that something they're into? No. I think we've blown through all 10. What about, uh, are they into maybe some of the stuff I was into? Uh, Limp Biscuit. Is that on there? No. Oh, jeez. I would have felt really good at that point. Yeah. Coachella? Is that on there? <laughs> 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 fucking kids love Coachella. It's all I ever hear about. Okay, so the ones you missed. You guys got sports, but you did not get watching sports. Huh. Oh, my kid would never. That's why I don't know. They like the XFL probably. Yeah. Is the sport they're into. And they are into celebrities. I guess. I but just celebrities I aren't really celebrities. They're like YouTubers. Yeah. You know? yeah. I don't believe in I don't believe that those are celebrities. I'll never sit around and think <laughs> that you can be a celebrity just because you're like online. We also got reading. Like books. Oh, that's a bullshit lie. That's just teenagers lying. Oh no, because it includes comic books. Yeah, still alive. It's still lying. Manga. I think I think people. There's like lots of kids who are into into manga and stuff. I hated reading. Though I I read Marilyn Manson's autobiography and then didn't read a book again until I went to college. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They also like brands. Oh well, we all do. That's part of like. Brand Living in America, is- you know, they do. I mean, that's what I was going to try to say, like, hypebeast stuff, which is basically just brands. Like Which Citibank? I'm also into now, too. Like Nike and Apple. Supreme. Adidas. So you have, a, you have a show next week, Friday. In Columbus, Ohio, at Ruby Tuesday. Is it on the 28th? It is. It's Street Fight Live. It is not a variety show. If it's a variety show, it's called the Incomparable Street Fight Variety Show, and it's very cool. And uh, we are not doing that this month because me and Brett wanted to do an hour. And then uh, we will also be in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on March 18th. And uh, starting on April 1st, we're touring Florida. We'll be in Tampa, Miami, Jacksonville, and Orlando. I'm so excited to go to Florida because it is just different. 
It's the hot Ohio. They have such like Ohio energy. It's the yeah. reason why when people in Ohio get old, they retire to Florida because it's familiar but hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all like sun, like very burnt, like leathery skin. Last time I was in Florida, it was in Jacksonville to do a live show, and I saw this. I saw so many dudes that were just so leathery and like like kind of like this weird tan color with like ponytails or like rat tails braids and stuff driving those slingshots down mm-hmm. the street and i'm just like i'm gonna this is where i belong probably because it's warm here uh so promotional consideration for this episode has been provided by harlem township ohio yeah we're sponsored by harlem township ohio brian which is an area in delaware ohio uh delaware county ohio that is east of hoover dam and if you're thinking uh Hoover Dam, wow, the large dam in Nevada, you'd be wrong. It's the Hoover Dam right here in central Ohio. So thanks, Harlem Township. <laughs> I've been there. I used to work up there sometimes. Did you? So, yeah. When I was a cable guy, I was part of my area for a period. It's nice, right? It's all right, yeah, yeah. It's a little far away from the city for me. But it's when you want to get away from it all, think about <laughs> Go to Harlem, Harlem yeah. Go to Harlem Township, Ohio. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's where you need to get away from it. The hustle and bustle of Columbus. True. <laughs> it's still not like far away though that you're that. But it's like, it's nice. It's wonderful there. It's great. So, hey, Brian, thanks again for coming out. We love to talk to you. If you haven't heard it, you're a fool. But it's called Street Fight Radio. They're based here in Columbus. You can look them up online. Streetfightradio.com. So, you can find us there. All of our shit's there. I'm Murder Brian on Twitter with a Y. So, not murder with a Y, but Brian with a Y. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. Peace. Anytime. Good night.